Jesus is saying to him that overcome it. He's talking about overcoming the lackadaisical and cold and passionless Christianity. What is responsible for losing your first love? The answer is simple. The moment you begin to love the world, that same instant you lose your love for God. Welcome to My Secret Place Devotional with Oyiks Alfred. Good morning and once again let me welcome you to a new year not just a new year actually a whole new season so let's pray and then we'll go into God's word Hebrews chapter 3 verse 15 talks to us about the danger of hardening our hearts when we hear the voice of God we're going to talk to God and ask him to help us not to be those ones that harden our hearts because if you harden your heart to the word of God it's a dangerous place to be because every time the word of God comes it comes to guide you in the right path so when you harden your heart against the word of God, what it simply means is that you're hardening your heart against the right path and that means you are heading towards destruction. So let's pray. Blessed Father, we appreciate you for yet another day. Thank you, Lord. And I pray for everyone that is connected today, Lord. Soften our hearts so that we will not be those ones that harden our hearts to your instruction and your commands, Lord. So that you'll be able to guide us and lead us in the right path in this new year. In the name of Jesus, amen. If you read the Bible in the book of Revelation, it talks to us about a particular type of Christian, a group of Christians, and the Bible called them the overcomers. And then for this group of Christians, the Bible says there is a promise reserved for only those people who overcome. Reading it from Revelation chapter 2 verse 7, it says, Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. To everyone who is victorious, I will give fruit from the tree of life in the paradise of God. That's how NLT puts it. But let's take a look at King James Version. He says, He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him that overcometh, I will give the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. So there are three very, very critical questions that are here if you read this verse. So the three of them, number one, what exactly are we supposed to overcome? Number two, what is the tree of life? And then number three, what happens if a person doesn't overcome? So let's take the first question. What exactly are we supposed to overcome? Well, the answer is pretty simple. Remember, this letter was written to the church in Ephesus. And Jesus had already complained about the church in Ephesus. And he said to them, I know you're working hard. You're doing all these great and marvelous things. But I have a big problem against you. And that problem I have is that you have abandoned your first love. In other words, you have lost your passion for me. You go to church. You do all the service in church. But you don't have drive. You don't have passion. There's no more fire. You know, for me, you're just doing the things you're supposed to do because you're supposed to do them. Not really because you have passionate love and passion and fiery commitment to me. And so Jesus said that that was a huge problem. So that means when Jesus is saying to him that overcome it, he's talking about overcoming the lackadaisical and cold and passionless Christianity. That's why he addressed the problem of losing their first love in verse 5 and then he comes to them in verse 7 and says if you overcome overcome what it is overcoming passionless christianity a christianity that just has the body movement that is you go to church you serve you sing in the choir you give your offering you do all of those things but in your heart that passion is no more there that fiery commitment is no more there your heart is not revived you are not ignited for the things of god you are no more eager to pray you're no more eager to be in the presence of the lord and so the bible says 
if you can overcome that loss of passion, then you are going to be a partaker of the tree of life. But the question is this, what exactly causes lack of passion? Why is it that a person starts off on fire for God, ignited, you know, really desperate for God, hungry for God, somewhere along the line, the person's fire goes down. What is responsible for lack of passion for God? What is responsible for losing your first love? The answer is simple. The moment you begin to love the world, that same instant you lose your love for God. The two loves cannot cohabit in the same heart. If you love God, you will not love the world. If you love the world, you will not love God. Even if you go to church, even if you're a pastor, even if you're a singer, whatever it is you're doing, the moment you begin to love the world, it steals the love for God away from your heart. How do I know? When it's in the Bible. First John chapter 2 verse 15, I'll read it from the NLT version. It says, do not love this world, nor the things it offers. For when you love the world, you do not have the love of the Father in you. Wow, this is so serious. What it means is that even if I'm a musician or music minister in church, even if I'm an usher, no matter how much I give the church, no matter what I do in the church, if I begin to love this world and the things it offers, that same moment, the love of the Father is no more in me. Now that's scary because it means that many people in church do not love the Father. Many people who are singing songs of I love you, Lord, all those things, these are just songs. But as far as God is concerned, you do not love him. The reason is because you love the world. And so Jesus is saying, if you are able to overcome the love of the world, if you are able to overcome worldliness, then you are a real overcomer. Let's take a look at this scripture just to prove what I've said about being an overcomer means winning the battle against the world. Let's read from 1 John 5, 5. It says, and who can win this battle against the world? Only those who believe that Jesus is the son of God. So you see, the Bible is saying, who is the person that's going to win this battle against the world? So there is a battle against worldliness. Let's look at it from King James Version. It says, who is he that overcometh the world? So there is the overcoming. Now, what are you supposed to overcome? You are meant to overcome. You are meant to win the battle. You are meant to be victorious over worldliness. Meaning that one of the battles you fight as a Christian is the battle of worldliness. Now, worldliness is a very strong pull. It is so strong that I was reading after Demas, the man that walked so closely with Apostle Paul. In fact, in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 10, the Bible was talking to us about Demas. And he said, For Demas has forsaken me, having loved this present world, and has departed unto Thessalonica. So this man called Demas, the Bible says that he loved the present world, and because he loved the world, he abandoned Apostle Paul and the ministry. Meanwhile, in Philemon chapter 1, verse 24, the Bible tells us that this Demas was a fellow laborer of Apostle Paul. So can you imagine working with Apostle Paul, being in prison, going to preach, doing all those things with Apostle Paul. And when worldliness came, this man called Demas could not win the battle against worldliness. So though he was a minister of the gospel, he was not an overcomer. That simply means that he will not be a partaker of the tree of life. So we're going to take a look at tomorrow. Because of time, we can't complete it today. What does worldliness mean? And we're still going to deal with the issue of the tree of life. But we have to understand what 
is this thing that is so strong that he was able to pull a whole apostle that walked with Apostle Paul, pulled him away from ministry, pulled him away from serving the Lord, pulled him away from having a love of the Father. We're going to take that in our devotional tomorrow. But today, this evening is the start of the Hear God Conference, which is 3rd of January today. This evening at 5 p.m. GMT plus 1, it's going to be a really, really, really powerful meeting and you want to be there physically. If you're in Lagos, don't take the option of trying to join online. Please be there physically. There's always a huge difference between between being in a venue physically and when you listen or watch online. Nothing wrong with online, but if you can make it physically, that's great. The address is the Podium Event Center on Lecky Road. The time, like I said, is 5 p.m. But if you want to join online, if you're not in Lagos, that's fine. Instagram will be one of your options. The handle is Oyix Alfred. Another option will be YouTube Live. The handle is also Oyix Alfred. And free conference call app is another option, but you can just hear, you'll be able to watch and the handle is mentorship with rev so any of these platforms please join us this evening for hear god thank you so much for listening don't forget to go to our website right now if you've not already subscribed subscribe for the devotional that comes in written form remember the content is different from the audio content so subscribe you'll be the first to know when you know there are different things that are happening you want to be kept informed about what is going on god bless you thank you for listening have an amazing day ahead you can now receive a written version of the MSP devotional sent directly to your email every week morning by subscribing on our website at www.mspdevotion.org. And for other life-changing messages, simply download the app Rev Oyik Speaks from Play Store for Android phone users or the iOS Store for Apple users. You can also follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and Telegram, all on the handle Oyik's Alfred. Thank you so much for listening. Have a blessed day.